Blog Talk Radio. After the death of Solomon, God divided the kingdom of Israel into two houses. There were ten tribes in the northern kingdom known as the Lost Tribes of Israel. They were cast out into the world because of their great sin against God. However, God promised in the last days He would gather these lost tribes back to Israel before the return of our Lord. Unknowingly, some of the churches made up of these lost tribes known as the house of Ephraim. God is now calling them to prepare to come back home to the land He gave our fathers. The call to prepare has been sounded. And Shalom. This is your host, Sister Donna Deckard, and this is the House of Ephraim show with Cradle of Hope on Tuesday, April the 11th, 2023. And we have an awesome show for you today, but first, a word from our And now, from Cradle of Hope, are some important announcements for you. This month, from Cradle of Hope, is a must-have gift offer, the transition of the church. God has transitioned the church since the days of the book of Acts. Don't miss out on this last and greatest move of God. Jesus Christ is returning for a church full of power and glory. This transition will bring the church forward. Send a gift of $25 or more. Call today and get free shipping if you ask for the Transition of Church gift offer. Call 618-262-2810 or go online at jewishprofit.com. Send a gift of $25 or more and ask for the Transition of the Church gift offer. Welcome back. This is your host, Sister Donna. Have a question for you today. How's your matzah? Yes, we've been eating matzah here. And, you know, we, I think we may have to make a fresh batch for, to, for tomorrow. Uh, we were thinking we might have enough to make it through, but I don't think we are. So we're going to have to, to make one more batch of fresh matzo for tomorrow. And, uh, but, yes, tomorrow, tomorrow is the last day of Passover, and it is a Shabbat. And I am, I am looking forward to that day of rest, and I'm sure most of you are too. And you know what? It has been a fabulous Pesach, absolutely been a fabulous Pesach, and God has been awesome. And do you know what comes up next? Yes, the quarterly, April 21st, 22nd, and 23rd is our April quarterly. Registration is $25 for adults, children 11, 6 to 11 or 10, 5 and under are free, and we ask that you pay that ahead of time. Also, if you're wanting to watch it online, if you're not going to be able to make it, you need to pre-register, and that is $25 as well, okay? Check out our website, www.chewishprofit.com, for more information. And uh, <clears throat> I want to also uh, remind all of you that we have a live service, a uh, Sabbath service on Friday night with Prophet Mark Reinbold. 
we have a Wednesday evening service on that's on the, the YouTube that I do myself. Then we have, of course, this blog station has the late Prophet Deckard and myself for um, five days a week. The, we have the other station that has Prophet Gary Burpee on Tuesday and Prophet Greg Burpee on Thursdays. We are teaching Prophet Deckard's materials as we minister. Well, email us at cradle at jewishprophet.com if you want to know the links, times, phone numbers, all that information. We will get that out to you. Well, as I was, was, uh, was pondering what to minister for today, because you know what? We're, we're going to start a new series. I want to I want to talk about the resurrection, the resurrection of Christ, and and I'm I'm gonna well I'm gonna I'm gonna read some I'm gonna read the gospel accounts, but first I just want to I want to talk about it. Christ had victory over death. He rose from the dead, and he came back in a body. He came back in a body. He rose from the dead and came back in a body. Thomas said, I won't believe unless I can put my fingers in the holes in his hand, unless I can put my hand in his side. And you know, for years, I've heard ministers talk about doubting Thomas. Doubting Thomas. But have you ever wondered why that was in the Bible? Why was that in the Bible? Have you ever thought about it? Do you understand that Thomas, all through the decades, they have tried to to say that Yeshua didn't raise from the dead. They tried to say this happened and that happened and, and, and have all these lies. Darkness has tried to discount that our Lord and Savior was raised from the dead. But Thomas's account, Thomas saying, I won't believe unless I see. And he saw and he believed. He saw and he believed. Hallelujah. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Father. Do you understand that we we are the only religion that has a God that is alive. He's alive. The tomb is empty. He's not there. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Turn with me to Matthew. Turn with me to Matthew. Chapter 28. Praise you. He is not in that grave. He's alive! 
the end, we're going to start in verse 1 through 20, Matthew 28. In the end of the Sabbath, as it began to dawn toward the first day of the week, came Mary Magdalene and the other Mary to see the sepulcher. And behold, there was a great earthquake. For the angel of the Lord descended from heaven and came and rolled back the stone from the door and then set upon it. His countenance was like lightning. His raiment was white as snow. For he fear him, the keepers did shake and became as dead men. Now remember? Remember the Pharisees and the Sadducees? They had went to, they had went to, to Pilate. They said, hey, we remember that deceiver said, that in three days he'd raised from the dead. Now we want to put a watch. We want to put a watch on that grave. And they sent guards to watch to make sure the disciples didn't steal the body. Well, the disciples didn't steal the body. There was an earthquake. Angel came down and rolled the stone away. And the account here, do you realize the only one who saw the angel was those who were keeping the watch? They were the ones who saw the angel. And they said, right there, they said, they must have talked about it. They said that their countenance of that angel, the countenance of that angel was like lightning. And his raiment was white as snow. And for fear of him, they became like dead men. <laughs> and the angel answered and said to the women, Fear not, for I know that you seek Yeshua that was crucified. The angel says, hey, I know what you're up to, women. I know who you're looking for. But then he told them something. He told them something. You see, the angel didn't come down and roll that stone away for Yeshua's sake. Because I want you to look right here in verse 6. He is not here. He's not in the grave, women. The angel rolled the stone away so those women could see inside and see that Yeshua wasn't there. He said he is risen as he said. Come, see the place where the Lord lay. And go quickly and tell his disciples that he is risen from the dead. And behold, he goes for you into Galilee. Isn't that exactly what Yeshua told the disciples he would do? Yes, it is. Yes, it is. And there shall you see him, for lo, I have told you. And they departed quickly to the, from the sepulcher, and with fear and great joy, 
and did wrong to bring his disciples' word. And they went to tell his disciples. As they went, behold, Yeshua met them, saying, All hail! And they came and held him by the feet and worshipped him. Those women were excited. He was dead and now he's alive. They said, Yeshua to them, be not afraid. Go tell my brethren that they go into Galilee and there shall they see me. Now when they were going, behold, some of the watch came into the city and showed unto the chief priests all the things that were done. And when they were assembled with the elders and had taken counsel, they gave large sums of money to the soldiers, bought them out, saying, Say ye, his disciples came by night and stole him away while we Let me tell you something. When soldiers are set to watch something, they take turns sleeping. They aren't sleeping. No. They were given enough money to be willing to lie. And if it comes to the governor's ears, we will persuade him and secure you. Like, hey, hey, guys, it'll be, it'll be okay. We'll protect you. You see, they, they could have been watched. They could have been killed for not keeping the watch that they've been set to do. We'll protect you. We'll protect you. I'm telling you. So they took the money and did as they were taught. You know what? Killing Yeshua was a costly thing for the priest. They paid Judas to betray him, and now they're paying off the, the, the watch. It, it doesn't tell us how much. It just says a large sum of money. They took the money and did as they were taught, and this saying is commonly reported among the Jews even into this day, into this day. When the 11 disciples went away into Galilee, into a mountain where Yeshua had appointed them, and when they saw him, they worshipped him. But some doubted. Is that really him? Is that, is that really our Lord? Am I seeing what I think I'm seeing? And Yeshua came and spake unto them, saying, All power is given to me in heaven and earth. Do you understand? He was given power because he overcame death. He has power over death. Go 
ye therefore and teach all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Ghost, teaching them to observe all things whatsoever I have commanded you. And lo, I am with you always, even to the end of the world. He's with you. If you are a believer, he's with you. Mark chapter 16, verse 1 through 20. And when the Sabbath was passed, Mary Magdalene, Mary the mother of James, and Simone had brought sweet spices that they may come and anoint him. And very early in the morning, that first day of the week, they came into the sepulcher at the rising of the sun. And they said among themselves, who shall roll us away the stone from the door of the sepulcher? And when they looked, they saw the stone was rolled away, for it was very great. And entering into the sepulcher, they saw a young man sitting on the right side, clothed in a long white garment, and they were frightened. And he said to them, Be not affrighted. You seek Yeshua of Nazareth, which was crucified. He's risen! He's alive! He's not here! He's not in the grave! Behold the place where they laid him. But go your way. Tell his disciples and Peter that he goeth before you into Galilee. There shall you see him as he said unto you. And they went out quickly and fled from the sepulcher, for they trembled and were amazed. Neither said they anything to any man, for they were afraid. They were afraid. Now, when Yeshua was risen early, the first day of the week, he appeared first to Mary Magdalene, out of whom he had cast out seven devils. And she went and told them that had been with him as they mourned and wept. They were mourning. They were crying. Their leaders. Yeshua had been killed, crucified. He was dead. So they thought. She went and told them. And then when they heard that he was alive and had been seen of her, believed not. They didn't even believe her. And believe her. Even though he had told them that he would be resurrected. They didn't believe in the resurrection. After that, he appeared to an, in another form unto two of them. And as they walked and went into the country, and he went and told them it unto the residue. And they went and told it unto the residue. Neither believed they them. Now they've had two witnesses tell them. They, don't, they didn't believe them. 
Afterward, he appeared into the eleven, as they said at meat, and upbraided them with their unbelief. Why did you guys not believe? I told you I'd rise from the dead. You had two witnesses and you still didn't believe. Why did you not believe? It says he upbraided them. He yelled at them for not believing. He yelled at them for not believing. He scolded them for not believing. Why didn't you believe in the resurrection? And he also scolded them for their hardness of heart. Their hardness of heart. The Bible says to guard your heart with all things. For out of it are the issues of life. Yeshua was leaving the ministry of the gospel in the hands of these 11, and they didn't even believe. Because they believed not them which had seen him after he was risen. And he said to them, Go you into all the world, preach the gospel. To every creature. What was the gospel? That Yeshua died. He was the sacrificial lamb. The Pesach lamb. And he was alive. He overcame death and destruction. He said, I want you to go preach it. I'm alive. (coughs) He that believeth and is baptized shall be saved. But he that believeth not shall be damned. Do you understand why he yelled at them for their unbelief and hardness of heart? He had spent three years teaching them, training them to be ministers of the gospel. (coughs) And yet they didn't even believe the resurrection. They didn't even believe the witnesses that came and said, we saw him, he's alive. They were damned if they didn't believe. But he was counting on them to bring forth the gospel. He upbraided them for their unbelief. (coughs) Unbelief will bring you damnation. But if you believe, You'll be saved. And Yeshua understood that. They didn't. And these signs shall follow them that believe. I remember the first time I heard Prophet minister this. I was flat taken back. (coughs) Because he said, 
How many of you are believers? We all raised our hands. Well, yeah, I'm a believer. I'm a believer. I I believe in Yeshua. I got saved, and, and I believe, yeah, I'm a believer. These signs shall follow them that believe. In my name, they shall cast out devils. They shall speak with new tongues. Whoa. How many of you been in church where they taught tongues with the devil? Yet Yeshua said, this is a sign that you're a believer. Speak with new tongues. They shall take up serpents, and if they drink any deadly thing, it shall not hurt them. They shall lay hands on the sick, and they shall recover. I was taught healing wasn't for today. It passed away with the disciples. When Yeshua said that if you're a believer, you can lay hands on the sick, and they shall recover. He didn't say you had to be fivefold. He didn't say you had to had to, to go to a certain church. He said, if you are a believer, this sign will follow you. <coughs> Sorry. So then after the Lord had spoken unto them, he was received up into heaven and sat on the right hand of God. Hallelujah. Set on the right hand of God. And they went forth and preached everywhere, the Lord working with them, confirming the word with signs following. Amen. Go to Luke chapter 24, 1 through 53. I know this is long, but you know what? You need, you need to hear it. How many of you, when's the last time you guys read this? Hmm? Maybe today's story time. I don't know. Luke 24, 1 through 53. Now, upon the first day of the week, very early in the morning, they came into the sepulcher bringing the spices which they had prepared, and certain others with them. And they found the stone rolled away from the sepulcher. And they entered in and found not the body of the Lord, Yeshua. And it came to pass, as they were much perplexed thereabout, behold, two men stood by them in shining garments. And as they were afraid and bowed down their faces to the earth, they said to them, Why seek you the living among the dead? Why are you seeking the living among the dead? Yeshua was living. Flesh and blood alive, living. He is not here. But is risen. Remember how he spake to you when he was yet in Galilee? You're like, can't you remember what he told you? What he said to you? 
the Son of Man must be delivered into the hands of sinful men and be crucified and the third day rise again. And they remembered his words. They're like, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, we remember. And returning from the sepulcher and told all these things to the eleven and all the rest, it was Mary Magdalene, Joanna, and Mary the mother of James, and other women that were with them, which told these things unto the apostles. And their words seemed to them as idle tales, and they didn't believe all those silly women. You know how women are. They get together and they get all excited and they conjure up things. Well, this is a pretty wild one. Didn't believe them. (coughs) Didn't believe them. Then arose Peter and ran to the sepulcher. And stooping down, he beheld the linen clothes laid by themselves and departed, wondering in himself at that which had come to pass. And behold, two of them went that same day to the village of Emmaus, which was from Jerusalem, about three scores of furlongs. And they talked together of all the things that had happened. I bet they did. I bet they did. And it came to pass that as they communed together and reasoned, Yeshua himself drew near and went with them. But their eyes were holden that they should not know him. And he said to them, what manner of communication are these that you have to one another as you walk and are sad? And one of them whose name was Cleopas answered and said to him, art thou only a stranger in Jerusalem and has not known the things which have come to pass there in these days? I mean, it was big time news. And he said to them, what things? And he said to him, concerning Yeshua of Nazareth, which is a prophet, mighty indeed in word before God and all the people. <coughs> and how the chief priests and all the rulers delivered him to be condemned to death and have crucified him. Look at this next verse. 21. But we trusted that it had been he which should have redeemed Israel. And besides all this, today's the third day since all these things were done. Yea, and certain women also of our company made us astonished, which were early at the sepulchre. And when they found not his body, they came saying that they had seen also a vision of angels which said he was alive. And certain of them which were with us went to the sepulcher and found it, even as the women had said, but him they saw not. Then he said to them, O fool, (laughs) O fool, And slow of heart to believe all that the prophets have spoken. Ought not Christ to have suffered these things and to enter into his glory? 
And beginning at Moses and all the prophets, he expounded to them in all the scriptures the things concerning himself. I'm telling you, Yeshua was preaching. And he drew nigh into the village where they went, and he made as though he would have gone farther, but they constrained him, saying, Abide with us, for it is toward evening, and the day is far spent. And he went in to tarry with them. And it came to pass, as he sat at meat with them, he took bread and blessed it, and break gave to them. And their eyes were opened, and they knew him. And he vanished out of their sight. They said one to another, Did not our heart burn within us? Did not our heart burn within us while he talked with us, by the way? And while he opened to us the scriptures? Have any of you ever had your heart burn within you? You see, when I was first learning how God spoke to me, I always knew when when I was sitting in a service and the preacher was preaching something and God was dealing with me because I'd feel that warmth in my chest. My heart would burn within me and I knew God was talking to me. That's how he started. That's how he started. If it didn't our hearts burn within us as he broke the scriptures, And they rose up the same hour and returned to Jerusalem. (laughs) And found the eleven gathered together with them there and said, The Lord is risen indeed and has appeared to Simon. And they told what things was done in the way and how he had known of them in breaking bread. And they thus spake and Yeshua himself stood in the midst of them and said to them, Peace be unto you. But they were terrified and frightened and supposed that they had seen a spirit. And he said to them, Why are you troubled? And why do thoughts arise in your heart? See, he knew what they were thinking. He knew who they weren't believing. And yet there he stood in the room with them. He said, behold my hands and my feet. That it is I myself. Handle me. Touch me. See if a spirit has not flesh and bones as you see me have. He had flesh and bones. They said, touch, he said, touch me. He's alive. He's not dead. He's alive. 
flesh and bone alive. And when he had thus spoken, he showed them his hands and his feet. And while they yet believed not for joy and wondered, he said to them, have you here any meat? And they gave him a piece of boiled fish and a honeycomb. And he took it and did eat it before him, for them. And he said to them, these are the words which I spoken to you while I was yet with you, that all things must be fulfilled that were written in the law of Moses and in the prophets and in the Psalms concerning me. Then opened he their understanding that they might understand the scriptures. You need to underline that. Then opened he their understanding that they might understand the scriptures. That is the reason that you can read the scriptures and read the same scripture later, months, years later, and see something that you didn't see before because your understanding has been opened. That's the reason Prophet said, listen to the tapes, the audios, the sermons. Listen to them over and over again. Put it away for six months, eight months. Get it out and listen to it again because your understanding can be opened. And he said to them, thus is it written, and thus it is behooved Christ to suffer and to rise from the dead the third day, and that repentance and remission of sin should be preached in his name among all nations beginning at Jerusalem. And you are witnesses of these things. And behold, I send the promise of my Father upon you. But tarry ye in the city of Jerusalem till you be endued with power on high. And he led them out as far as Bethany, and he lifted up his hands and blessed them. And it came to pass while he blessed them. He was parted from them and carried up into heaven. They worshipped him and returned to Jerusalem with great joy. He's alive. Our God is not dead. They killed him. They crucified him. They mocked him. But after three days, as he said, he overcame death and destruction, and he's alive. He's alive. They didn't believe at first. But he said, if you don't believe, you're damned. If you believe, you can be saved.
verse 53, and they were continually in the temple praising and blessing God. John chapter 20. John 20, 1 through 31. The first day of the week cometh Mary Magdalene early, when it was yet dark, into the sepulchre, and seeketh the stone, which take, and seeth the stone taken away from the sepulchre. Then she runneth and and come to Simon Peter and the other disciples whom Yeshua loved, and said to them, They have taken away the Lord out of the sepulchre, and we don't know where they laid him. Peter therefore went forth, and the other disciple came to the sepulchre. And as they ran both together, the other disciples outran Peter and came first to the sepulchre. And he stood and stooped down and looking in, saw the linen clothes lying, yet went he not in. <clears throat> then come Simon Peter following him and went into the sepulchre and see, seeing the linen cloth lie and the napkin that was about his head not lying with the linen clothes, but wrapped together in a place by itself. Then went also that other disciple, which came first to the sepulcher, and he saw, and he believed. For as yet they knew not the scripture, that he must rise again from the dead. See, their understanding hadn't been opened. Then the disciples went away again into their own home. But Mary stood without at the sepulcher weeping, and as she wept, she stooped down and looked into the sepulcher and seeth two angels in white sitting, one on the, at the head and the other at the feet, where the body of the Lord had lain. <clears throat> they said to him, her, woman, why weepest thou? And she said, because they have taken away my Lord, and I know not where they have laid him. And when she had thus said, she turned herself back and saw Yeshua standing and knew not that it was Yeshua. And he said to her, woman, why weepest thou? Whom seekest thou? And she, supposing him to be the gardener, said to him, sir, if thou have borne him thence, tell me where thou hast laid him, and I will take him away. And Yeshua said to her, Mary. Mary, and she turned herself and said to him, Rabboni, which is to say, Master. He said to her, touch me not, for I'm not yet ascended to my father, but go to my brethren and say to them, I ascend to my father and your father and to my God and to your God. Mary Magdalene came and told the disciples that she had seen the Lord and that he had spoken these things to her. Then that same day at evening, being the first day of the week, when the doors were shut, where the disciples were assembled for fear of the Jews, came Yeshua and stood in the midst and said to them, Peace be unto you. And when he had said, so said, he showed unto them his hands and his side. Then were the disciples glad when they saw the Lord. <clears throat> then said Yeshua to them again, Peace be unto you. As my Father has sent me, 
even though so I send you. Do you understand the importance of having the peace of God? They were afraid. They were fearful. They didn't know. They didn't know if 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 they were going to come for them and kill them. They were frightened. Yeshua said, "Peace be unto you. Peace be unto you." See, when you have the peace of God. You can have all turmoil going on around you. But you can be at peace on the inside. You can have that peace. When he had said this, 22, he breathed on them and said to them, Receive ye the Holy Ghost. Whosoever sins you remit, they are remitted of them. And whosoever sins you retain, they are retained. But Thomas, one of the twelve, called Didymus, was not with them when Yeshua came. And the other disciples therefore said to them, We have seen the Lord. But he said unto them, Except I see in his hands the print of the nails and put my finger into the print of the nails and thrust my hand into his side I will not believe locked his knees dug in his heels I refuse to believe unless I see how many of you have been guilty of that And after eight days, again his disciples were within and Thomas with them. Then came Yeshua, the doors being shut, and stood in the midst and said, Peace be unto you. And then he said to Thomas, Reach hither thy finger, behold my hands. And reach hither thy hand and thrust it into my side and be not faithful, faithless. Of believing. Can you imagine? And Thomas answered and said to him, My Lord and my God. And Yeshua said, Thomas, because thou hast seen, thou hast believed. Blessed are they that have not seen and have believed. Many other signs truly did Yeshua in the presence of his disciples, which are not written in this book. And these were written that you might believe that Yeshua is the Christ, the Son of God, that believing you might have life through his name. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. He's alive. Let's go to John 21, 1 through 25. After these things, Yeshua showed himself again to the disciples at the Sea of Tiberias. 
and on this wise showed he himself. There were together Simon Peter and Thomas, called Didymus, and Nathaniel of Cana of Galilee, and the sons of Zebedee, and two others of his disciples. And Simon said to them, I go a fishing. I'm going to go back to what we used to do. I'm going to go fish. I'm going to go fishing. And they said, we're going to go with you. We're going to go with you. And they went forth and entered into a ship immediately. And that night they caught nothing. (laughs) They caught nothing. And when the morning was now come, Yeshua stood on the shore. But the disciples knew not that it was Yeshua. And when he said to them, children, have you any meat? They answered and said, no. And he said to them, cast your net on the right side of the ship. And they, there ye shall have, and ye shall find. And they cast their, therefore, and drew the net. When Yeshua said to them, children, have you any meat? They answered, no. I want you to see what he did. Look in verse 6. He said to them, cast your net to the right side of the ship, and you shall find. And they cast therefore, and now they were not able to draw it in for the multitude of fishes. They had fished all night. God kept the fish away. And now Yeshua was going, put your net on the right side, boys. And they couldn't draw it in for all the fish, multitudes of them. Therefore, the disciples whom Yeshua loved said unto Peter, it is the Lord. Now, when Simon Peter heard that it was the Lord, he girded his fisher's coat onto himself for he was naked and did cast himself into the sea. And the other disciples came in a little ship, for they were not far from land, but as it was if 200 cubits, dragging the net with the fishes. And as soon as they were come to the land, they saw a fire of coals there. And fish laid thereon and bread. And Yeshua said to them, Bring the fish which you have now caught. And Simon Peter went up and drew the net to land full of great fishes, a hundred and fifty-three, for all there were so many, yet was not the net broken. That net wasn't designed to hold a hundred and fifty-three fish. Yeshua said, come and dine. And none of the disciples did ask him, who art thou? knowing it was the Lord. And Yeshua then cometh and taketh bread and gave them and fish alike. Now, this is now the third time that Yeshua showed himself to his disciples after he was risen from the dead. So when they had died, Yeshua said to Simon Peter, 
Simon, son of Jonas? Lovest thou me more than these? And he said to him, Yea, Lord, thou knowest that I love thee. He said to them, Feed my lambs. And he said to him again a second time, Simon, son of Jonas, lovest thou me? And he said to them, Yea, Lord, thou knowest I love thee. And he said to him, Feed my sheep. And he said to him a third time, Simon, son of Jonas, lovest thou me? Peter was grieved because he said to him a third time, lovest thou me? But remember, it was Peter who said, I'm going to go fishing. And the rest of them followed him. It was Peter that Yeshua gave the keys of the kingdom to. And yet he said, I'm going to go fishing. Yeshua said, I gave you the keys, Peter, not to go fishing. Gave you the keys for you to feed the sheep and the lambs. And he said to him, Lord, thou knows all things, and thou knows that I love thee. And Yeshua said to him, feed my sheep. Verily I say to thee, when thou was young, thou gird thyself and walkest, walkest whither thou wouldest, and when thou art old, thou shalt stretch forth thy hand, and another shall gird thee and carry thee whither thou wouldest not. This spake to him, saying, at what death he should glorify God. And when he had spoken this, he saith to him, follow me. And Peter turning about, seeing the disciple whom Yeshua loved following, which also leaned on his breast at the supper, said, Lord, which is he that betrayeth thee? Peter seeing him said, Lord, said to Yeshua, Lord, what shall this man do? God, that sounds pretty bad, you know, I'm going to be led about and everything, but what about him? Sounds like kids, doesn't it? Sounds just like kids. Yeshua said, if I will that he tarry till I come, what is that to you, Peter? What does that have to do with you? What happens to him? Do you know that we do that all the time? Well, God, how come, how come they don't have to do go through what I have to go through? How come I have to go through this, but they don't have to go through this? Remember prophet teaching about predestination? God knows what you're going to go through. And he's given you the ability to endure it. And Yeshua said, I will that he tarry till I come. <clears throat> what is that to thee? Follow thou me. Then went this saying abroad among the brethren that that disciple should not die. Yet Yeshua did not said not unto him, he shall not die, 
But he said, if I will that he tarry till I come, what is that to thee? This is the disciple which testifieth of these things and wrote these things, and we know that his testimony is true. And there are also many other things which Yeshua did, which if we, if they should be written, everyone, I suppose, even the world itself could not contain the books that should be written. Amen. Yeshua is alive. Do you believe it? If you believe, you can be saved. If you don't believe, you're damned. You're damned. Resurrection. Let's pray. Father, I come to you. You go to Baha'i I come to you. I thank you and I praise you for your resurrection. I thank you, Father, that you overcame. He, Yeshua overcame death and destruction. He's alive. I pray for those who are listening, Father. They believe. That they believe. That they believe. Yeah, God, I Yeshua's precious name. Now there's somebody you have you have some tingling going on in your hand. Put I want God's gonna heal that today. In the name of Yeshua. I speak healing. Thank you, Father. Now do something. Praise him. Do something you couldn't do before. God is healing that. Well, I want to thank each of you for tuning in, and I want to remind you that with God, hallelujah, hallelujah, with God, all things are possible. Shalom.